you kings, queens, and those in between, and welcome to episode 24 of the Busted Limes podcast. I'm your host, Paresh Maharaj, and I was a liar last episode. Black Belt will not be joining us this time around because of the aforementioned cool things that we have all been working on. And speaking of cool things we've been working on, my current guest can attest to the things that we are working on are indeed very cool. JD. Tell them how cool the things we're working on are. The things we're working on are very cool. Thank you, JD. And yes, JD's back. Back again. Back again. JD's back. Tell, Tell some friends. friends. JD's back. 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 It's a good thing we don't monetize this because we get the so quick. I was just going to say, JD, no, we'll be demonetized. Uh, But, JD, I would say long time no see, but we've been seeing a lot of each other lately. Yeah, in fact, as of this recording, we we, we literally saw each other two nights ago. Right. (laughs) And um, you spent one of those nights just refreshing your memory on the subject of our discussion for today, which is, I'll let you take the floor for this one. Well, listeners, uh, technically it was a night. I wa- I actually refreshed myself this morning uh, mm. because time is a weird thing when you when you work overnight. Uh, so, yeah, that's a thing. But anyway, today, today we are discussing the 2022 Dan Trachtenberg joint, Prey, the Pray. latest entry in the long running predator franchise yeah and from what we have seen um it is a general consensus that this is going to be the standard for for predator movies going forward this fucking better be oh my god for sure um yeah yeah, we'll we'll, yeah and and we'll get into why we'll get into why but for right now let's uh start with our i like to start with from small beginnings first so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My history with the Predator franchise has really been very limited. I think this is only the fourth movie in the franchise that I've seen. The other three being, of course, the original with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, the I think it was called Predators mm-hmm. with Adrian Brody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And also the remake that Shane Black did, which I was not a fan of. Most people weren't. Yeah. I, I, the, the, I have seen the same amount, uh, except I haven't seen Predators, although I mm. still plan to. Um, the one I have seen, though, was Alien versus Predator. Oh, we're, okay. Well, if we're counting that one, then yeah, I've. Yes, yeah, so we have to count this one. Fine. And when we're, we're okay. talking, when we're talking about both the Alien and Predator franchises, we should, we should remember that there are, that are, there are two crossover movies. Yeah, and I've seen both, so that's six. So you've okay. seen one more than I have. Wow. Okay. So the only one, you, so actually, the only one you haven't seen is Predator Two with Danny Glover. I may have seen it, but it was way too long ago. Mm-hmm. I barely remember anything from. It. Yeah, the only thing I remember is that Danny Glover is in it. And um, well, yeah, with that out of the way, let's just uh, dive right into a plot synopsis here. So I'm pulling this straight from Letterboxd. So this is so, you know. I don't have to dive through Wikipedia to try and find a plot synopsis because for some reason mm-hmm. people don't put plot synopsises on plot synopsises? synopsises. Synopsises. I don't know. Synopsis. I don't. The English synopsis. language is fucked up. Uh, 
<laughs> they don't put them on Wikipedia like they used to. They just they bury it in the giant plot description. So anyway, right, right. Uh, Prey is on, so for Prey on the Great Plains in 1719. Naru, a fierce and highly skilled Comanche warrior, sets out to protect her people when an unknown danger threatens them. But the prey she's stalking turns out to be a highly evolved alien predator with a technically advanced arsenal. And I gotta say, mm-hmm. um, as much as I love the original McTiernan film, like I mm-hmm. fucking love that movie. Uh huh. Prey almost is my favorite. Is my personal is my favorite. It's almost my favorite. Like oh, okay. I like I I don't believe like I it, it, Predator. I still like hold Predator to like like on a on a high as like a high watermark in cinema for me. Uh, Prey is so is like just like a hair on it's just a hair below it. Um, mm-hmm. in, in regards to its placement in action movie history, so I, I mean, just I, 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 I fucking love this movie. It's just <laughs> no getting around it. Um, so something I want, yeah. so something I want to talk about is how this movie plays with horror. In like in, in like because Predator people don't generally like talk about it being a horror movie, but it's a horror movie. It's a slasher movie. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm probably in that class as well. I, I'm the class of people who um say I say it's more of an action movie with horror elements. In it. Yeah. So the best way the best thing way to talk about Predator in regards to the action horror genre, I have to defer to the wonderful video that Patrick Willems did back in early 2020 when he was dur- during that talk show era when he was stuck at his parents' house. Yes. He, did, he did a full video on like the original Predator. Yeah, on the original Predator. When, like, his, he watched it for mm-hmm. the first time in its entirety during quarantine and realized it was what is known as a gear shift movie. Um, other mm-hmm. other movies that are in that uh, that that fall under that term uh, are movies like Audition, Boogie Nights, um, a recent favorite of mine, Knives Out. I think a recent favorite of everyone's favorite, Knives Out is mm-hmm. is incredible. Um, I have my tickets to go see Glass Onion. I'm I'm so I'm so fucking pumped. Uh, but Predator is a gear shift movie in that it literally just smushes together two of the most highly uh, acclaimed. Or not, two highly successful genres at the time in the eighties, because this because the original Predator came out in nineteen eighty seven, and the thing is by nineteen eighty seven, horror specifically slasher movies and action movies were becoming stale, uh, because mm-hmm. by that point we were we had I let's see by nineteen eighty seven we had at least uh, by we had, by the time we had six going on uh, seven jason movies uh we had i want to say three maybe four nightmare on elm street movies we had multiple i think hellraiser 2 just came out uh we had yeah i think we had like four halloween movies we also basically a whole glut of every slasher franchise from the past decade Yes, and that's just right. the franchises. We, I'm not even into yeah. the solo movies like April Fool's mm-hmm. Day, Happy Birthday to Me, uh, uh, um, Chopping Mall, The Burning, 
girls night out graduation day night school all there's all these just the whole plethora of slashers and the thing is is that they're become like they're basically like people felt they were becoming stale uh there, there were like uh some them some pieces of light i think a big highlight was definitely um friday the 13th part six jason lives my personal favorite of the entire franchise because it doesn't play like a typical jason movie Hmm. Um, and then on the other side, you have action movies where, they, where with those action movies, they are just giant beef, beefcake dudes just mowing down everybody. And it, it, the franchise Coleman, like or like not franchise, but like the, the genre hmm. like hit its like peak in that way with Commando, which is incredible. Commando was awesome. We can't deny this. Mm-hmm. Patrick agrees with me. Um, <laughs> so that but the thing is, is that like there was no basically what 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 it came down to with both genres with both action movies and slasher movies is that there were no longer stakes for the main characters or in regards to like in action movies there was no more no longer stakes for the main character to die in or or to get injured you know like Mm -hmm. if you go back a decade earlier we were we had movies like the french connection uh or bolt or or bullet where movies where like our action heroes look like Steve McQueen or Clint Eastwood. They didn't look like Sylvester Stallone or Dolph Lundgren mm-hmm. or Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then in our slasher movies, there was really no stakes for the killer to be stopped or the, or the teenagers, the horny teenagers to get into, you know, like, like we didn't care about them anymore. So okay. what John, John and Jim Thomas did as writers and John McTiernan did as a director was to make, take the two genres push and just splice them together along with a good helping of science of science fiction, monster extravaganza. And like, if you want and, and, and make a whole new thing that would revitalize both genres in a way, or, or like try something new with both, both genres in that, because like the predator is just a, as like, it's just a slasher. It's a slash. It's a killer from yeah. a slasher movie. And Quite literally. Yeah. And then all of the uh, special forces guys that are led by Arnold Schwarzenegger, they're all the stand-ins for the horny teenagers. Like they, like they go in, they go in and uh, they go into a place that uh, it has now become the hunting grounds for us, for a slasher, uh, mm-hmm. a place, a place that they were led to under false pretenses. Um, and now they have to fight their way out and they're picked off one by one. But to make it interesting is that when we first are introduced to the entire crew, they're massive beefcake dudes. Uh, and they, and they, they are like, it's like, we are, and they come in with the attitude of we are hot shit. Nothing will take us down. And within the first (laughs) 30 minutes, we are shown that with like a giant act, we have a giant action set piece where they take, where, where they, take names and kick ass like they are they are hot shit yeah and then they get picked off one by one and and like going to show this like nah they're not hot shit not right now there's something bigger and badder out there something bigger Mm -hmm. and badder than them that and that's where predator stands for me and, and within action cinema horror cinema cinema in general that's where it sits is mm-hmm. a movie that was trying to bring new life to these two fran- to these two genres. I keep wanting to say franchise. These two genres that had become stale in the mostly American cinema market. Cut to 
it being a franchise decades later and now now the now the franchise needs revitalization once again the, the, oh, for the sure. franchise itself needs revitalization because we had predator 2 like a couple years after and again i haven't seen it but i've heard mm-hmm. it's fine and 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 i and i'll probably and i'll probably watch it eventually we didn't get another thing and and like there were years and years because like predator had crossovers with everything like there was a batman versus predator crossover comic which i've heard is actually really really good so i mean that's 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 that's, that that's you, on my list to read it at some point i feel um, like you'd have to try to screw that up yeah and then we had the aforementioned uh alien versus predator movies uh which we don't need to talk about those no. Um, except that Senna Lathan is in the first one and she's awesome. Then yes. there's the Nimrod Intel, uh, Intel movie Predators with Adrian Brody mm-hmm. and Lawrence Fishburne and Michelle Rodriguez. And you have Which, seen it. I have not. It's, it's honestly pretty good. It's there not go. bad. And again, it's on, yes. my, again, on my list to watch. Um, and then we have Shane Black's The Predator, which listeners, look, I really wanted to mm. like that movie. I, in fact, I own it on Blu-ray. Um, it's not good, but it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, it's, I hate to use this word, but it really is mid. Yeah, it is. It is, it is very, eh. okay. I really, I, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I really want Shane Black to just stick to uh, buddy movies and and mm-hmm. like ma- like please get please give that man the money to make a nice guy sequel that's what i want yes ma- yeah, ma- a, a nice guy's franchise actually like let him do let him just continue making movies like him and ryan gosling and russell crowe just let them make movies for like the next 10 years that's all that he, that's all they got to do and then we and then uh the news came in that 10 cloverfield lane himself dan trachtenberg was on board to direct a new predator movie with a female lead not just that a a indigenous female lead Mm -hmm. and it was going to be set 300 years ago yes the shot in the arm that this franchise needed a change in setting a change in everything basically even the predator's design, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like the predator, like like for the most part, is is exactly the same except for the the mask that it wears. The mask, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like we there's that there is the iconic st- like like metal looking mask that 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 is worn in I believe every single movie, uh, where where the predator appears. Excuse me, but mm-hmm. this one he's got like a skull like mask to to uh I, I'd say to like. Uh, match the skulls that he keeps as su- that he keeps as souvenirs. Oh, absolutely, listeners, we love this movie dearly. God, it is so damn good. Yeah, so, uh, I'd say let's get let's actually dive into talking about the movie. <laughs> right. Yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah, as you said, this is a, this movie follows the Predator. Well, in a nutshell, this is a Predator movie, but. Instead of oiled up 80s action stars, the Predator is up against the Comanche tribe. But of course, that's just a hook. A hook can only get you so far. Mm-hmm. A hook needs something to, needs some meat to sink itself into. If that makes any bit of goddamn sense, because I just came up with it off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I'd say <laughs> this is like, this is actually like, 
less a predator movie and more of a Nauru movie because it's mm-hmm. more about like and, and I think that like what what works so well, like what what is how that what makes that so evident here is the fact that the movie's not called Predator; it's called Prey, and like she starts out as as prey, and then she her but the thing is that she herself is a predator. She is a hunt like this is a hunter versus hunter movie. <laughs> the anime fans in the audience just giggled. Hunter x Hunter. There you go. Yes. <laughs> that, that, was, that was for all of you fans. Um, yes. And it's still an anime that I have not watched, but I but I, I, I have appreciation for But yeah, going back to what you said, um, the, I, put it another way, I feel like this is, it's a coming of age story for Naru because mm-hmm. her whole character arc is becoming the hunter that she wants to be. Yeah, and being recognized as that. Because yeah, let's talk about those early scenes where she's, where we're introduced to her. Because, um, Talk about showing and not telling, because um, we show that she's already competent, but not perfect, um, because God forbid Mary Sue gets thrown around so much these days. Yes, I'm just going to we're, we're, I'm going to pause really quick and just exactly. and just give like a 10 second rant. If any of you motherfuckers use the term Mary Sue. On literally every single female lead who shows any level of competence in regards to using technology or fighting skills or just basic common sense, you can fuck right the fuck off. You are at the bottom of the barrel of humanity. <laughs> and yes, I, obviously I co-sign on all of that. And um, But yeah, those early scenes, uh, she's shown um, already being a capable fighter and tracker. Um, she later has to, she's later shown to be adaptable, which we'll get into later. But, um, we're also introduced to the second most important character in the, sh- in the movie, her dog, Sari. Sari. Ah, uh, so look, there are, there, there, there is a long history of mm-hmm. dogs being fucking great in movies. Uh, I think we can definitely look back on the thing as having probably the best dog acting of all time. Uh, I think the dog in Crawl was great as well. Uh, this dog is is top tier. This dog, like like ten out of yeah, ten, right up there with the with the dog from Love and Monsters. Yes, dog from Love and Monsters is awesome as well. Uh, going back to our uh, my first appearance on this show, Love and yeah, she's basically her whole character. It's 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 a very standard character arc, honestly. But um, I'm of the school of thought that character arcs or tropes don't become overdone until they've had equal time to play with other um, protagonists who aren't heterosexual white men. We got to give it, we got to give up to, we haven't even said, um, mm-hmm. Naru is played by Amber Mid Thunder, who is uh, a, an indigenous actor. Um, I actually have known about her for a while, but only because she has made multiple appearances mm-hmm. on the show Longmire. Uh, in fact, she was in the very first episode of the show. Um, and she would later go on to to uh, pop up every once in a while. Uh, I gotta say, Longmire is one of those shows where, like, yeah, it's got it's, it's a show about a white sheriff in Wyoming, but it has a massive indigenous cast in all across that show. Uh, it's where I first saw um, Zon McLaren, uh, who. Uh, is now in the show Dark Winds, which is getting a second season. Hell yes. And it was also Crow Daddy in Doctor Sleep. And um, 
one of those words definitely describes how I feel about that man. You can guess which one. <laughs> going back to Naru for a sec, um, she's uh, basically uh, going through that whole phase of, Mom, I want to prove myself, but you all won't let me because you're all being sexist assholes. Ah, uh, the surly teenager phase. I'm so glad I I'm so glad I, stick, I skipped over that and just was and was instead just like the one that was like mom I just want to stay in my room and watch movies and listen to Metallica. I think the I think the song Ride the Lightning would have been playing as Naru stands on this stands on the edge of a cliff and notices the Predator spacecraft, which I really loved how tastefully this one was handled because it's all too often it would have been so easy to just fall into the whole like mystic mystic uh, indigenous person stereotype but honestly given the circumstances if i had been seen that spaceship in modern times i probably would have thought the same thing like uh this is something like this is some this is some mythical shit that i like ha- that like i am not on like a, mm-hmm. th- that is on another level above me right which is basically how naru interprets it she interprets it specifically as the thunder the sign of the thunderbird which she brings us up to her mother that I've seen the sign. Mm-hmm. This is my chance to prove myself. Oh, uh, she brings it up to her brother. A brother first. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I believe his I believe his name is Tabe. Tabe. I yes, think is Tabe. how you, yes. yeah. I how you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. The one I will say the one the my one issue with this movie is that uh, sometimes like I think like the names are very rarely spoken, uh, and they're names that I'm that I'm un, that I'm unfamiliar with in my day to day life. Exactly. So. I have a difficult time trying to 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 remember like remember them. The only reason I remember Naru is because that name is spoken multiple times. Oh yeah, and um, don't worry about it. I've got all their names pulled up right here. Um, yeah, uh, their brother played by Dakota Beavers. He is great. Yes, lo- lo- he is lo- excellent. Lo- excellent. Very believable. Older sibling, I believe. Yes, is yeah her older brother. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, he's fantastic so after some convi- he takes some convincing but um he she naru eventually convinces him to take her on to um go track down a mountain lion but yes because uh like they, like they're like they're already about to go on a mission to save uh someone from from uh their na- from uh their group from from the, from the nation who has been attacked by a, who they assume has been attacked by a lion he's been gone for some time so they they go out naru follows them which everyone else in in in, in the hunting party is like like go the fuck back we don't need a cook and <laughs> tabe is like well hold on a second like she like she's a great like she's the best tracker we have also whatever happened to him you know she knows medicine so she's going to be very helpful so we so we need to bring her so she eventually does lead uh, lead them to uh, the man the the man that they're that they're looking for. Uh, she uses her her uh, medicine knowledge that you know her mo- that her mother's been and we also established like the, that you know her mother taught that her mother has been teaching her her whole life. There's a great moment. There's like a great little moment where like Naru points out like, "Hey, you you missed something in this uh, in this uh, concoction that you're making." Mm-hmm. And then that, and then that act is when that is then brought up again. It's um, I, I'm blanking on what it was called. It was uh, an or it's an orange flower. Oh man, that I you forgot, crush it. I forgot the yeah, name too. Yeah, but you so. crush up the petals and you and if you eat them, it 
it cools your body. Yes. And uh and sl- and like slow and slows your or yeah, it cools your body, mm-hmm. slows your heart and it helps us and it helps us uh, slow blood flow. Therefore, cutting off the bleed Be- so there to or just to help help stop the bleeding because if there's anything that you need to absolutely have to survive at a predator movie it's how to hide your body heat yes and setting the, so this is actually one of three i think yeah one of two things that was uh like basically was like rule of threes uh set up for the end of the movie which i'm actually oh, yeah. right now blanking on it which I'll, I'll 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 remember the other one as we go along I, I i'm sure but this one this one's this one is first set up here with the, the like show it like just showing the or, the orange flower mm-hmm. and and showing what that and showing us what that does which is very important uh, because honestly if they if without that introductory scene that would have come out of nowhere later but yeah we'll get into that when it, when we get to yeah it. um so yeah. they go so they go off and then uh naru finds the uh the track of the predator because earlier we did have a moment where the predator is like basically like because like we all know like the at this point we like even if you don't know why the predator comes to earth has come to earth this movie tells you pretty quickly like Mm -hmm. what the predator's whole deal is which is just to basically find the most dangerous game and hunt it Mm mm-hmm it is like the ultimate hunter and is just trying to find the ultimate prey. So we have like a little scene where um, like a rat, like a mouse goes after an ant and then a snake goes after the mouse. So then the predator goes after the snake mm-hmm. and rips and like just straight up rips the fucking spine out of a snake. A lot of spine ripping in this movie and yeah. I'm all here for it. I love a good spine ripping. Oh yeah, for sure. In a movie. For sure. First. And we get that a plint. Like there's also later one with a rabbit that is chased by a wolf, and then the wolf gets attacked by a predator. Which, I mean, it was a little rough to see like a wolf get get Murked you know decapitated like and and spine and and despined, but uh, it was still pretty fun. Oh cool. yeah, it's really cool. Oh, trust me, I, I had I felt no sympathy for that wolf because I saw the gray with Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah. Good movie. Good great movie. movie. Great movie. But, yeah. So, so yeah. Naru. Tabe and one other dude who is a fucking asshole. Pocket. Uh, they go off. Yeah, they go off to. Uh, I'm sorry. What was his name? Pocket. P a a k e. Pocket. Thank you. Pocket. So Tabe, Pocket, and Naru they go off to uh, find the line. They are able to find the din, uh, and Naru comes up with a plan of find like like you know, basically like lure the lion to this giant, this large tree that they will stand ready for. And once the lion comes, they kill it. Uh, mm-hmm. Naru and Pake are in the tree while Tabe goes to, and goes to kill, I'm assuming a rabbit or some other some other small creature in the forest mm-hmm. to like, tr- like, and is like wringing the blood out a- into a path to get to the tree. Uh, Pake is being very insulting toward, toward Naru very, uh, saying that like, you know, he's like, you're not ready for the lion to come and all this f- stupid bullshit. And then the lion comes and kills, kills him yeah. like immediately. <laughs> which I'm like, honestly, thank you, thank you, lion. You're good. You're doing. You're doing. You're doing the Lord. You're you're doing good work here. Yes, I, I appreciate yes. that. Um, and then Naru tries to attack it, and then, uh, you know, because she fall like she's on the end of a bridge, uh, falls as she stabs the lion with her spear 
and then falls and hits her straight onto a rock and and which conks her out. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to her waking up in uh, her teepee mm-hmm. with her mother and her mother saying that, you know, Tabe went back out to find the lion. He had to carry you back. He is th- then brings back the body and decapitated head of the lion. Yep. Yep. And he is, dec- and I believe he's, de- uh, he's declared war chief. I believe if, if, if my, I if, think, if, I think that's what that was. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't, she, after, after the ceremony that, 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 um, that takes place, she does like in a, like in, in like a mocking way calls him war chief. So mm-hmm. I believe that's what's going on here. Uh, and she's pissed. Like, yeah. Pissed enough that she goes off on her own solo mission this time to find whatever it was that skinned that snake. Because, yes. And whatever it is that left those huge ass tracks. Because, yeah. There's something. She understood that there's something more dangerous out there and she's going to go find it. Yep. And we get more visual storytelling of just her going off and doing shit. Yeah. And, and, like, and, uh, she gets a little, a little bit of an innovation with her axe, and she, because like she's got a, she's got an axe that she, that she uh, has. It was like given to her by, I believe, her grandfather, mm-hmm. uh, to, which was like given to her to cut root, but she has sharpened it to use as a weapon, and mm-hmm. uh, after trying to catch rabbit, catch a rabbit, and and failing, she realizes what she can do is she makes. A, like basically as someone points out a leash for her axe <laughs> and she makes a, she makes rope for her axe and she becomes very proficient in using that axe uh by by like uh, throwing it bring it back it's like it, it's straight up god of war style like like the blades of chaos mm-hmm. she put a rope on the edge of an axe and she could so she could throw it and, and bring it back yeah, and then cut to her carrying like four rabbits, four yeah. dead rabbits, and it's like, <laughs> which is amazing. And now, and now we see why she did this. Uh, yes. Or now we see, now we see how how well it worked. It's like we we know why she did it. Now we see how well it worked. Mm-hmm. We see the fruits of her labor, and uh, she continues out. Uh, I think that th- this is around the time we also get the wolf, the the predator and wolf scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then have so then this whole time uh, the the other hunters of the nation have been saying, Oh, it's just a bear. The tracks are just a very large bear. Mm-hmm. Well, she does come across a bear by a river. <laughs> oh, wait, hang so on. she decided, but before oh, that we have the mud pit scene with the mud pit scene, <laughs> which I think is going to come back. <laughs> we have the mud pit scene where she is able to pull herself out. Cause she's very resourceful and she's got that ax yes. with the rope and she's able to pull herself out. So she's able to get out from there. Mm-hmm. And then, that and then at, right after that, and also, this is when the uh, the bow her bowstring uh, got wet and it snaps off the bow, and that alerts when she tries to uh, shoot an arrow at the bear, which that alerts the bear. Bear comes to attack. Saudi is a badass and and takes the attention off of Naru to for her uh, to hide at a beaver dam. Yeah, well. She has to head into a beaver tent because the because she she can't use the the bow and the bear is not fucking stopping. No, this is a big ass. This is a big bear, and then the predator shows up. Oh god! And what is I think my favorite scene in the whole movie where this 
Like, the bear puts up a fight, but the predator just absolutely... Once the pre- predator is able to adapt and learn the learn the bear's gauge its strength, gauge its power, gauge its moves, um, it just... Just straight up punches the bear to death. Yes. Just, whoop, one punch. Right in the neck, and then, and then as if that weren't enough... We get a little bit of the Predator's personality here. It lifts the bear above itself and then bathes itself in its blood. Yep, and that's when Nutter sees, like, because this whole time, the Predator has been invisible. Mm-hmm. Now she sees what has been made making those tracks, and she's like, oh, fuck this. I'm getting out of here, because mm-hmm. I'm not prepared for this yet. Uh, which, I'm, which also, I'm just like, girl, same. Mm-hmm. I'm not prepared for it either. <laughs> yeah, and um, after the afterwards, she she runs off. She finds another group of Comanche who are sent a search party that was sent to find her. And I mean, it's a predator movie. What when you have a what else is going to happen? When you have a whole crowd of nameless characters just gathering at one spot after you just saw the slasher kill a bear. Predator comes and fucking murders all of them. All of them. Because equal opportunity representation means you get slaughtered this, just like anyone else would by the mm-hmm. Predator. Mm-hmm. Also, fuck them. They were assholes. <laughs> Except for one. Except for the one who went out to take a leak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and also, like, he was the only one who wasn't, like, acting like a, like a full-on dick to her. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like, yeah. He survives for a bit. For mm-hmm. a bit. Uh, Nutter is able to escape the, the slaughter of the, of the search party. Uh, she go, she gets to an open field. Um, also, actually, something we, oh, we did skip over oh, was yeah. she finds, this, she finds uh, a whole... Basically, a whole field of slaughtered, skinned buffalo. Yeah. Not, not just slaughtered. Slaughtered and skinned. And skinned. Um, and... A lot, and a big thing, you know, we know today we, that that has been that is well known is that you know mm-hmm. a big part of, of the buffalo is that uh, you can use every aspect of the buffalo, and in fact, and it is and basically it was like to honor the buffalo. You like you don't kill the buffalo for one thing. You kill the buffalo like when you kill the buffalo, you must use every part of it, and you can. Every part of the buffalo is, and also like that's also just every animal. Like every animal, there are things that you like. You you honor the animal by, yeah, not wastefully having it. it. Not waste. Yeah, yes, you not, kill yeah, it, but it's not a waste. Yeah, you, but you don't wastefully kill. And yes. the reason why Which we is exactly it. what the French trappers. What we find out later are French trappers. We. Uh, that's exactly what they they've done to the buffalo. Yeah, and uh, can I just say that I we were talking about how this is a refreshing change of pace for the whole genre. Um, you know, French gets the scary foreign language treatment in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and actually, so th- th- something we also haven't talked about yet is there is a Comanche dub for the movie, which I haven't watched. Just, haven't watched yet. Me I've either. watched the movie twice. I haven't watched. Washington and Comanche just yet, um, but actually, this is kind. This is something that I would say. Well, um, let's get let's let's get to it real quick. So she she escapes the predator for for a second. Uh, she is pulled down to safety in this large field 
by the one uh by the one guy from the searching party who did survive because he was off taking a leak mm-hmm. predator shows up and uh they start running not fast enough because mm-hmm. predator fucking rips apart the dude mm-hmm. uh in fact we like we had this giant this big wide shot of the field with naru running and then just blood spraying mm-hmm. far and wide just big old <laughs> splatters of blood and it's awesome to see uh this movie fucking looks incredible uh jeff cutter did an amazing job shooting this movie um and then call back to the to a trap that saudi got his tail stuck in earlier Nutter gets her leg stuck in a uh, in in a trap. Yeah, and the predator doesn't attack her. Right, just walks away. And then the French trappers show up, mm-hmm. and they're speaking French. And there's no side subtitles. We don't know what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. We're scared. Like like she's scared. We're scared. She gets knocked the fuck out. <laughs> and then she wakes up. It is not, it is now nighttime. Uh, and she is in a cage. And the French are like taunting her she fights back because you know fuck these assholes right <laughs> uh what we're, what we're thinking what she's thinking mm-hmm. and then someone comes up and starts speaking in, in english and saying i know many languages now this is kind of a callback to uh to something that john mcturn has done multiple times in his movies specifically in the hunt for Red october and the 13th warrior where he will have the like it's like, like for example in the in the 13th warrior this one's like i think the thing is uh, a little easier to explain so the main character in the 13th warrior is uh middle eastern uh, mm-hmm. and is muslim and he travels to northern europe and uh he encounters vikings now he throughout the movie has been speaking english the vikings are speaking in their native language Mm -hmm. and over time he starts to pick like over time you start to hear the vikings saying english words they are peppered throughout their sentences and it's because main character is starting to understand what they're saying and eventually everyone starts speaking english because now he understands their language he understands and and they're on the same level so here this to me like for me I, the way I've been looking at it is that throughout this movie, the characters are like, yes, we are hearing them speak English, but they're not speaking English. I believe they're speaking Comanche. Yeah. Yeah. In their, own, in their own world. And here, whenever they're speaking, you have these trappers speaking French and there's no subtitles. That's because we are following the story. We were following the story with Naru. She doesn't know the language. We're not going to know it either. She doesn't know what they're saying. We're not going to know what they're saying either. So then all of a sudden someone comes up speaking her language. Now we know what they're saying. Right. Right. And basically saying, you know what, you know, what's out there. You should help us because they killed her entire search party. And she is not speaking because fuck these assholes. Exactly. So, and then they reveal mm -hmm. Tabe got kidnapped. Uh Uh-huh. So now, They've got both Naru and Tabe, and since Naru is refusing to cooperate, well, they tie both her and Tabe up to a to a tree to use as bait. Here's the thing, though. The predator does not want to be fed; it wants to hunt. So yeah. It's not, so it prioritizes the people who set the traps as opposed to the people who are actually trapped. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and those freaks trappers get fucked up. <laughs> One of them takes a bear trap to the face. A bear trap. To, okay, so look, this year in RRR, mm-hmm. we got um uh, someone threw a tiger at another character in the movie. Okay, and it's and and, and look, it's an incredible moment. It was is a it was a moment of pure cinema. <laughs> In this movie, we get a bear trap to the face. Also, a moment of pure cinema. This movie, fu- like this movie, fucking slaps. Oh my god, for sure. And but we haven't even gotten to the sloppiest part of this scene, which is no. Tabe says the line. He says the line. He says the Arnie line, which I was like, I was, I was kind of wondering. I was like, are they gonna reference like how like how are they gonna reference the other movie, the, the original movie? Because they got to, you got to like Dan. Tra- I was like, I know who Dan Trachtenberg is. I he he is he's like I get what kind of what kind of director he is. He's got to reference the original. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? He has mm-hmm. a moment where Naru and Tabe are tied to this. Excuse me, they're tied to this tree. Mm-hmm. They're discussing like what's gonna happen. And Naru says. Like she's like, I don't know if I can kill it. And Tabe says, "If it bleeds, we can kill it." Oh, <laughs> so good. Oh, and another poignant thing that happens during this scene is Tabe actually gives Naru credit or partial credit for helping him kill the mountain lion. He says, "Yeah, that because if, he said if the mountain lion him. hadn't been weakened." By not by what Naru did uh, by stabbing it with the spear, then he wouldn't have been able to kill it. Mm-hmm. And that is just yep. so impactful. Just yeah, yeah it's 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 a, like a moment, of, like just like a moment of recognition between the two is so touching. Mm-hmm. And then she pr- and then she once again proves how intelligent she is, and she <laughs> grabs one of the bear. Tra- she grabs one of the bear traps. And drops rock on it, and that cuts uh, one of the ropes uh, that that has them tied around the tree. Yes. I love I love her telling the story of like I saw like like I saw a beaver get trapped and it shoot its own, own leg off to get uh, to to be free. Yeah, and Tommy just like and, and, you go, where are you going with this? Wait, wait, no, 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 no. He's like no, 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 because he thinks he thinks what we were all thinking. Yeah. and then he just cuts the rope, and she just has a lot. She just simply says, "I'm smarter than the beaver." Yeah, <laughs> which also I gotta say is also very funny because again the actor playing Tabe, his last name is Beavers. <laughs> oh, oh god, that oh, <laughs> wow, yeah, that's. Do not tell me. Do not tell me that wasn't planned. Do not tell me that that wasn't there for a fucking reason. Because <laughs> the thing is, you could use any other animal. You could use a wolf. Yeah. You could use a fox. Coyote. You could. Yeah. Coyote, anything. No, she said beaver. <laughs> There's a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that mind blowing. I'm sorry. I said Dustin Beavers. It was Dakota Beavers. Dakota Beavers. I don't know if I said Dustin. It is Dakota Beavers. Oh, if I miss if I if I miss misspoke his name, I am sorry. It is Dakota Beavers. Got it, got uh, it. But it still stands his last name is Beavers. Right. And that line slaps. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> And then, so where do we go from there? Um, oh, uh, she goes. So she goes back to 
the uh the camp mm-hmm. the front the, the camp where a few of the trappers are still there like i think like two like two 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 or three trappers are still like they're rushing around grabbing their things because oh, she goes they, back because sorry sure is still being because sorry is still there yeah. and she's got so she fucks up all these trappers it's awesome yeah she gets her axe back in one unbroken shot which i love <laughs> yes and she she's able to get sorry and then the one trapper who who she's able to speak to mm-hmm. uh he shows up he's got his le- his foot is cut off yeah just severed he's got a belt tourniquet around it and everything yep and he asks for her help at gunpoint and then realizes that gunpoint's not going to work so he surrenders the gun and and and, and as and basically just, in exchange for help tells her that he that he will t- teach her how to use the gun Mm-hmm. which he does uh he tells her what to do and what i love is that she never fires the gun she or no gets well no she fires it once but the first she time she it fired once. it she botches it badly <laughs> because yes so many steps like oh honestly i was thinking to myself just like i swear to god if she gets it right on the first try that's kind of gonna take me out of it just a little bit but no yeah. no she skips so many steps <laughs> which yeah given the situation same i mean, I mean just... yeah, yeah this is a fucking this is a fucking insane situation but tabe shows up on horseback starts fucking shit up it's awesome and, and then yeah, yeah and also this is when we get um the reminder of the orange flower mm-hmm. because yes uh the man she, she gives him the orange flower to slow it to again you know cool his body slow down the bleeding uh, to help him survive mm-hmm. and he starts playing dead and then we cut to the predator coming in and we cut to his pov sh- we get to his pov and he has the, he has thermal imaging and he can't see the guy because his body's cooled down and she notices this she notices that he d- that he thinks something is there and then he just steps on the guy he screams because he's still alive obviously and then gets knife hand to the fucking head which is awesome man talk about um getting delta shorthand man just just in a in a fictional sense it's just like he was almost there he did every which i feel like that's the kind of debts you have to have in horror movies these days now the ones where the characters do everything right but they still something happens beyond the control and they still end up getting murked and this mm-hmm. guy, he did everything right. He took the flower. He stayed. He played dead. Stayed completely still, and only moved because he the pre, the because the fucking two hundred and twenty pound predator stepped on his bloody stump. I'm looking at you, smile, you wonderful, wonderful movie. <laughs> everyone go see. Everyone see smile. I it's a great it. movie. I need to see it. It's I've heard nothing but good things. So good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, when we, when Robbie and I walked out of the theater, uh, he looked at me and he said, cause we had, we had also, I think either the week before or the week or like two weeks before we had seen barbarian mm-hmm. and he said, barbarian was like, and it was like anxiety. Like he's like the entire movie was anxiety. This movie was dread and he compared it to the shining, which I had I have to agree I have to agree with uh, that, that that's how that's how Smile works like it's very jump scare heavy in in the in the, in the, in the first half uh, which I think was by design uh, and then it just becomes dreamlike by the end it is wild yeah. love that movie uh, you know what's even wilder 
Tabe's last stand. Dude. God. So, they, okay. So this is actually, this is the other thing I was thinking of that had a setup and payoff. So way before, uh, when he and Naru are talking about like, like with the, um, uh, Pake is there, but he's not really part of this conversation. Like when they're talking about how to, uh, how to get the line, something that was talked about earlier, um, when we first are introduced to Tabe is, uh, Katamiya, which is basically like the, a rite of passage mm. for hunters in their nation. Mm-hmm. And this was, uh, and Tabe says, this is it. Like, this is, uh, your Katamiya. This is what, like, this is your rite of passage right here. And he has the line of you're, you're, you're like, what you're going to do, like, you're going to tell the lion, this is it for you. Mm. You go no further. And, you go no further this is it yes and then we cut so now cut to wherever we are net where we are now where tabe realizes what's about to happen and he realizes that nada is gonna have to, is gonna be the one to stop this mm-hmm. and he says that exact line about himself and he says this is the end of the line for me for me this is as far as i go i have no more no more and then he dies and it's so and sound cuts out it is heart-wrenching to watch yeah yeah and naru and sari uh, are able to escape uh predator almost gets to him but uh yeah tabe grabs the grab i think he grabs the dogs like the wolf skull from earlier mm-hmm. that was like attached to the predator's back and like stabs him in the leg to give yeah. Naru just enough just time enough to time. disappear. Yeah. And she does. She, she decided to get away. Uh, we're then, uh, told, we're then showed, uh, kind of a, like, like a, a, a juxtaposition of, of reactions between Naru and her mother, her mother receiving the news yeah. that, uh, her son has died, which, you know, I'm not sure exactly how that works. Um, I'm sure that there is a way that there is a way they they, they figured it out. Um, yeah, at this point, it, you're if you're not on board with the movie at this point, then you were never on board. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, but we have we have like the two of them basically having the same reactions of just like this person that we care about so deeply has left has left the world, mm-hmm. and and we're just going to have to sit here for a second and mourn. And then morning time is over because she looks across the river uh, where she's at and from her little hiding spot. And she sees the main fur trapper uh, who, mm-hmm. the one who knocked her out, the one who's been smoking cigars has been, a, is, is just fucking like, like, I've been calling the the, the the French trappers fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. This one is the fucking asshole. Yeah. Fuck yeah. this guy. Fuck this guy. And she comes up, knocks his ass out, cuts his leg off. Cuts his leg off using because she pulls off of the other guy who got his leg who got his uh foot cut off. She pulled off the little mechanism that the predator used. Yeah, uh, like it's like a it's like it looks like a like. It looks like a centipede knife in a way. Yeah. And then he throws it and it just wraps around someone and cuts whatever it wraps around. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, look, look, 
all the things that the predator has, like mm-hmm. if I was like in some like wasteland apocalypse, I want all of them. Give me <laughs> all the things the predator has. Give me everything. Yeah. Like sure. the giant shield that can cut people's heads off. Give me that shit. Yeah. Like, holy fuck. Like every th- movie rules. Oh, uh, so yeah. So she gives this guy like cuts his, like cuts his leg off with that thing. Um, she then she like uses the soot from a from a wood to uh put back her put her put war paint on mm-hmm. uh and she gives this speech basically saying she's like you like you bled my brother you took everything from me mm-hmm. you think that, like you, you you don't see me as a threat that i'm not dangerous and that's what makes me dangerous <laughs> oh it's and 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 she's like you like but like you think that you've been you've the hunter but you are being hunted <laughs> like just action movie lines that i that like just she fucking eats up she is eating the fucking she is she is not chewing the scenery she is devouring the scenery oh, in this moment in the best possible way yeah yeah and what's so great is that he goes to reach for the gun and it's not loaded <laughs> Mm-hmm. it clicks and i'm like oh hell yeah so now this is now the completion of the payoff this is now the full payoff for the orange flower where she where she eats the flower mm-hmm. and now she is invisible to the predator when he shows up mm-hmm. and murders the french trapper she then and also so she has also realized that uh the mask that the predator wears has a like has the the the, the triangle sim the triangle sight that we all that we all know the laser point sight that we all know from the predator mm-hmm. uh if he shoots his arrow wherever he shoots his arrow or wherever the sight is that's where the sh- arrow shoots and we know that from that from earlier even like where even if he's pointing in, in a completely in a completely different direction it's going to land where the sight is pointing to right so she right. axes him in the head mask flies off grabs her axe and and then grabs the mask and starts running off mm-hmm. she's taking the fuck off and she goes straight to the location of the mud pool yes and then we get one of the best final battles in all of movie history i'm yes. saying this i'm standing by it yes it is the best it is just a full on standoff yeah one one v one it stands toe to toe with the original ending of or the ending of the original predator yeah complete like, with a mud bath <laughs> complete, with mud, complete with mud bath but this time she's not covering herself in mud she's like she's like she fucking like kicks off of a kicks off a tree where she sets up a, like a like a trap with sharpened with sharpened stakes that fucks up the predator a little bit and basically by the end of it uh she gets to the gets uh like right uh, uh right into uh, a spot like right by the um the dam or the uh, the the wood structure that she used originally to pull herself out yeah. of with the axe she has got the predator in the in the mud pool and we once again have another uh have this have the second uh completion of a of a setup have the payoff of a setup throughout this movie um, that, that like like third like uh, the rule of three the rule of threes for these two payoffs mm-hmm. uh, and this is the second one where she once again says the line 
this is the end of the like uh, mm-hmm. uh, this is the end of the line for you. You go no further. This is it. And the and the mask is right off to the side, pointing straight at the predator's head. He shoots the arrow and realizes too late that the <laughs> sight's right at his head. Arrow goes straight through his head and he's dead. But it doesn't end there. No, she lets out a war cry. She's like, like, just like a war cry. Just uh, love, just a, just finally, it's over. I've done it. I've mm-hmm. done what I've set out to do. Mm-hmm. I have avenged my brother. I have gotten my. Uh, I have, and I, and I'm going to be recognized for who I am. Yeah. And she comes back. She does the exact same thing her brother did with the lion with the lion head. Mm-hmm. She brings back the predator's head, fucking set like fucking severed head. Rolls it to the to the to the tribal leader, um, to the to the chief, yeah. and says, uh, "There is danger nearby. Uh, we need to move. We, we need to move." And she is de- and and uh, just like her brother earlier, she has declared war tree. This time, and this time, the the ceremonial staff is brought by her mother. Her mother, who has been questioning why she wants to be a hunter this whole time, but now recognizes her daughter for who she is. Yes, and. Of course, th- when you mentioned, uh, I, ju- I just wanted to point out that she also had the predator's blood smeared on her face because yes, yeah. yes, that too. God, one of the one of the coolest things ever is the fact that the predator's blood is just neon glowing green. Yeah, such a such a beautiful little touch. Like this is why the xenomorph and the predator are the two best alien designs of all time. Yeah, we, yeah, it, they just are. Yeah, like there's like they have so many elements of those of these two beings are so interesting and 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 like yeah, I love them. I love everyone. Watch Prey. You can. It's on Hulu. Yeah, you can watch Prey at home. Also, while you're there, watch Hellraiser. But watch Prey. Watch Prey first because you gotta get because like we said, this is one of the best just modern action movies or suspense movies or whatever movie you want to call it it's Mm -hmm. it is just so well paced at night it's only remember i think it's a hundred minute movie it's a hundred minute movie and i think like with five i think it's like five minutes of credits yeah uh so it's a it's a it's a 95 minute movie yeah which it gets in and gets out I, I don't know if we said this on here or if we said this during one of our many offline conversations but like we missed we miss 90 minute movies I miss ninety-minute movies. Hell, I was just talking to Parish before we before we started recording. Uh, I finally wa- I finally watched the cinematic event of the year, Night of the Coconut, uh, which is eighty-nine minutes. <laughs> it's so good. Everyone, everyone, get Nebula so you can watch Night of the Coconut. It's so ridiculous and fun, and has a musical number from Chloe Holgate, who is the best. So yeah, just I think we've yeah th- th- this was a very and much like the movie, we're just. We're kind of just in and out of this conversation because, yeah, what more could we could really be said about this movie? It is excellent. It is. I'm going yeah. to be rewatching it at least twice. And yeah, I will. Uh, I, in fact, I will just echo my two my two letterboxed reviews for, about this movie. Uh, number one, Amber Th- Mid Thunder uh, has been added to the list of people I want to uh, just swing and swing an axe at me. Um, the other, the other person on that list right now being Shirley's Throne from the Old Guard. Valid. And my and my other, uh, my other review is uh, I just I am once again asking every casting director to just put Amber Mid Thunder in everything, yeah. put her in everything. Yeah. Make her the new Lara Croft. 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, look, we like she like look. She was already in a Predator movie. Uh, put her put, like give her give her Laura Croft. Uh, make get, like give her her own like video game adaptation of essentially an Indiana Jones movie. All right, but uh, make her an archaeologist. I, Get, make her an adventurer. Uh, put her in rom coms. Put her in a horror movie. Put her in like a like a like a straight up horror movie. Uh, I don't know. Put her in historical dramas. I don't give a fuck. Put her in everything. Everything. Give her her own. Make her make her a fucking star. God damn it. Uh, also go back. Also, you know, I don't know if any. I don't know how many people. Uh, how many listeners have have seen 10 Cloverfield Lane or enjoyed 10 Cloverfield Lane, I am in very much in the camp that 10 Cloverfield Lane ending and all is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. I know so many people who are like, oh, the movie's so good until the end. I'm like, no, no. The ending is what makes the movie incredible. Like I love the, I love the fact that like it is for the most part, a tense can self-contained thriller a cha- like ch- thriller chamber piece with three actors and then two of them uh, die and Mary Elizabeth Winstead is just like mm-hmm. kicking ass against aliens and then we were and is revealed like and it's like no y'all like the movie would be incomplete without that ending like there is no other ending imaginable for that movie so like yeah, go back and watch Ten Cloverfield. Also go back and watch, watch the the episode of Black Mirror that he directed, Playtest with uh um uh fuck what's his name uh Kurt Russell's son. Oh god, god damn it! What's his name? Uh, da, da, Wyatt Wyatt Russell Wyatt Russell's in it. Uh, go watch Playtest. Also he has the the portal the the portal fan film No Escape, which is really fun. So hmm. oh oh, and he directed the pilot of The Boys. Look. Everything oh. he's done is fantastic. Everything he's done. So go back, watch all of those things, and then watch them all again and watch Prey multiple times because it is that fucking good. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Also, I don't know. You, you might have sent this to me or mm-hmm. I sent this to you, but I think we both seen there is a TikToker who does like Hollywood Mad Libs. And after Prey came out, he did one on like like what should yes. be the next Predator movie. Yes, I was actually getting. And it was like set it, set it in set it in feudal set it in Japan. Yes, uh, I think it was like 1600s Japan or 1500s mm-hmm. Japan, and have Hiroyuki Sonata as as the main character as like a disgraced samurai, mm-hmm. and uh, and like yeah, I'm like I I'm like I know this is a joke tick like I know all these I TikToks guess, are jokes, but. but this movie needs to get made. Like, because yeah. I, here's the thing. I love Hiroyuki Sonata. Mm-hmm. He is completely underutilized in American movies. Like, yeah. he was in, like, I think the most, re- like, he has been in at least two comic book, comic book movies. He was in The Wolverine, which he actually did get a lot of stuff to do in The Wolverine, but died. And he was in Avengers Endgame, where he is immediately killed by Jeremy Renner, which, come on, that is such a massive insult to be killed by Jeremy fucking Renner. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he was in Sunshine, and he was great in Sunshine, and Sunshine rules so hard. Go watch Sunshine as well. Yeah, go watch Sunshine and go watch Prey. 
those are your, that's your that's homework. that's the homework assignment from this episode. And yeah, honestly, I was not kidding when I said that this is the standard for that every future um, Predator movie needs to follow. And yeah, in addition, like give me Predator Feudal Japan, give me Predator on no in No Man's Land in World War One. Uh, give, give me the, a Western. Give me the yeah Predator Western. Give me Predator versus Rajput Warriors in India. Come on. Come yeah, on. like basically just, just it's 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 um oh fuck like just really just like center around a human character and then just plop a predator into it. That's mm-hmm. all you got to do. Mm-hmm. Just center around an interesting an interesting human character and then just plop a predator in and and that predator is now a like a mirror of what the char- main character is and also an obstacle. Right. And yeah, and that that actually a very good point because another thing that what uh, elevated this movie is like I said is that there is a heart to it, and in this case, it was a coming of age story. So the Japanese, the feudal Jap- Japanese one that we, it was a father son kind of thing where the yeah, it was like a, the mentor mentee story, mentor mentee story, yes. And but yeah. yeah, just have some kind of basic human element to it, and plop a predator into there, and then boom. Yeah, yeah, and, and like everyone who was like, oh, like, like, how can someone from three hundred years ago with no technology fight the predator? Fuck you. This is how. Fuck you. This is how you have your answer right here. Yeah, you just watch the fucking movie. Yeah, your question will be answered, which is very effectively. Yes, because here's the thing: not immediately, not immediately, mind you, not immediately. The American education system has failed you. The indigenous peoples were much smarter than what we were led to believe in our history classes. Yes. G.I. Joe gives you the answer. Knowing is half the battle. (laughs) Information is key. That is still the point to this day. That is still true to this day. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Watch Prey. You can watch it at home. Uh, Should have gotten a theatrical release. Um, Absolutely. I'm so sad that it didn't. But, uh, yeah. Go watch, go watch Prey. It's awesome. Have fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think we've f- fully expired yeah. all of our ideas now. <laughs> so um, that means it is now time for plugs. JD, if the people don't know by now, where can they find you? Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at JD underscore Martin underscore because there's a lot of JD Martins out there. Uh, I have my podcast, uh, uh, Comics Quest, uh, at Comics Quest Show on both Twitter and Instagram. Kind of on a hi- uh, on unintentional hiatus once again. I'm just having trouble uh, uh, getting back to that show. It happens. Uh, I have Fables and Reflections, which you can find on Twitter and Instagram at F and R Pod, and is spelled out with my uh, co-host Angela Bones Bullock. Uh, also trying to get back to that uh, as well. Uh, it's just a process having two people who have uh, who have uh, things going on in our private lives, uh, but. Uh, a podcast that is still continuing to come out uh, throughout the month of October has been streaming in Woodsboro, which we don't have social media for specifically for that show, but you can still follow uh, myself and my co-host Meg Griffin, Meg uh, at Meg Griffin, Meg with two G's. Uh, yeah, we're we're going through the Scream franchise uh, as of this recording. Our Scream Four episode just came out, and we're about to record our episode on the fifth and and currently uh, final movie before we're going to going to take november off and then come back in december our plan is to come back in december and talk about scream the tv series so look forward to that and, and then also um as parish uh mentioned at the top of the episode we've got a special we got a special something come cooking uh eventually to eventually come up where we're actually 
getting pretty close to we're, we're very close to the end of that of that thing we've got i think one more one more thing we got to do and then uh i think we're gonna get we're, we're about to announce it once oh, yeah. we get that one thing done oh yeah for sure but until then you can follow us here at busted limes if you want to follow the show we are available on twitter at busted limes pod if you want to follow me individually, I am Paresh Maharaj at NobleKind92. And if you want to follow my co-host Black Belt, you could follow him at BlackBelt1998. We are available on every single podcasting platform you could possibly think of, even Pandora. Remember Pandora? <laughs> I, I remember Pandora. Pepperish Farm remembers Pandora. <laughs> Uh, but yes, the name Speaking of the show of Pandora, is Pandora Avatar, the way of water coming in December. Oh God. <laughs> uh. Just to remind everyone, I am sick and tired of that trailer. Um, but, but Robbie is so excited for it and I'm so happy for him. Good for Robbie. Good for Robbie. And good for everyone who sees prey. Yes. Much better for everyone who yes. sees prey. And to everyone who has seen prey and who has enjoyed prey and to JD and all of you listeners. Thank you for busting alive with us. Thank you.